Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land, the House of Sin and Studios Stand, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. Sugar and spice and everything nice. Want to talk sex? The Naughty Rude Show. Sin's home of sexuality, identity and relationships. Every Sunday, 8 to 10 p.m. on Sin Nation. So, so, so scandalous. We are back, lovely people. Another two hours of sexiness, of naughtiness, of rudeness, and pure, pure entertainment. I am Adam, joined by the lovely Liz as always, and Hello. welcome to the Naughty Rude Show on this chilly Sunday night. But I think all the spicy content we've got coming up tonight is definitely going to help. Uh, you up at home. Yeah, it's going to warm, warm up the souls, going to warm up your heart, and maybe even warm up your pants. Woo! Don't tell them that. <laughs> but you know, it's always was also very hot at the moment. It is a radiothon, isn't it, Liz? It is indeed a radiothon. Turn up your radios. It's Sins ninety. Wait, Sins radiothon. My bad, <laughs> guys. It is a Sunday night, so you will have to bear with me. Between the dates of May twenty second and June eleventh, we are asking for all of you to pay for your sins. And where else should you pay for your sins other than with the Naughty Roots show? I mean, it is. It is a naughty, rude show. Exactly. And you guys are all sinners here. Let's not lie to ourselves. Mm. So it is about time you pay for them. So help us hit $50,000. I think right now we might have hit a few thousand, but that is not good enough. Exactly. We can do better. We are on the ground. We're on the grind for more cash, more clout, more fun, more entertaining times. And guys, it doesn't matter how little you can afford to donate, whether it be like two bucks or two thousand bucks. We are grateful for every donation. Uh, Sin says that every donation above two bucks are tax deductible and get you in the running to win one of three raffle prize packs, which are very entertaining. What are some of the prizes, Adam? Well, I know the fact you can get uh, there's like vouchers from the Queen Victoria Market, uh, yeah. one of one of the local studios around Melbourne. I think there's like in vinyls coming you can out also right now. Get some movie tickets at the Sun Theatre, including Ooh. from Homeware, along with a few other things. But they're all actually donated by local NARM businesses, which we're so grateful for. Exactly, Sin is a local. We are locals. We are Melburnians, supported by Melburnians, supported by NARMians, and basically it's a local community radio station, and we love connecting with you guys. And. Your donations will directly support media training and radio opportunities for young people like me and Adam. So you guys are, you will be actually supporting us, like not just listening to us, but you will be actively supporting people like us and helping us grow in this industry. Just, yeah, helping further our careers. And guys, if you like all my stories, all my tales of debauchery and sin, then pay, pay to keep me on the air. I and love- if you don't want to hear it, Adam, you can still pay. Exactly. And we'll just take him off the air. Exactly. Put a, put a little <laughs> notice, like, if you if there's, like, a little note saying, if someone donates a couple thousand bucks saying, tell Adam to be, uh, be a bit quiet, a bit of silencio, then I shall remove myself from the air, so he gets a bit of cash, and we're all winners tonight. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> donate now at syn.org.au forward slash donate to donate. And a huge thank you to everyone who's already donated. So, before we get started... We are the Naughty Root Show. Where can you find us, Adam? So, guys, we have accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It is Naughty Root Sin, so Naughty Root, S-Y-N. And we love hearing your responses. We love kind of interacting with you guys, learning more about you, learning more about us. So those are our public handles. But if you've got, like, a little secret, got a little na- naughty sin you've done on the weekend that you don't want anyone to know about, but you like 
some people know me about it, then guys, we have Linktree and Tumblr, and that is Naughty Ru- that is the Naughty Rude Show. And yeah, basically tell us whatever you want to do. Tell us what you've done. Tell us what you want to do. Tell us what, who you want to do it with. Ooh. But it'll all remain secret, and we won't know who you are, and nobody will know who you are. Beer sins will be shown for all of our audience to see and admire and lust over. And if you can't get enough of us, you can always find us on our podcast channels, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. If we're not there, it's not a good platform. Find a better one. Exactly. We we're are the good ones. Exactly. We are the best sex show going around Melbourne. Woo! And we only give our content to the best platform. So Spotify, Apple Apple Music, we are on there. We love hearing... You'll hear my voice. You'll hear Liz's voice. Some of our, some of our um, guest hosts we've had in the last couple of months who have added to the fun and... Just a salacious conversation, so just tune in and relive all the memories time and time again. I think the episodes go back to like 2017, so you got a bit of a backlog there. So you have lots of content to work with. And also just a reminder, even though we like talking about sex and we like hearing about sex stuff, we are not medical professionals. Actually, wait, Adam, are you? Um, last thing I checked, just check the uh, Gmail. No, the um, Bachelor of uh, Medicine from Monash hasn't come through yet, unfortunately. You were getting a, you know what, topic for later. I am not a medical professional either, even though, you know, theoretically, if I got a PhD, you'd have to call me Dr. Liz. Oh, exactly. (laughs) But don't have that yet, and it wouldn't be in medicine. So please don't come to us for real medical (laughs) advice. We can only really offer... I'm just imagining is that Other how advice? I'm just imagining, is that how medical students play do role play instead of like saying like mistress or master they get they call like doctor. Woo! I mean <laughs> doctor we treatment. can get into that later. Oh, um, a little bit of role play. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that here, folks. Well, unfortunately, we yes, as as we mentioned, we are not medical professionals. We only really offer advice. If you do need help, however, we do have a few helplines to help you out. What are they, Adam? Uh, yes, guys, we are Beyond Blue on 1300 224 636. We've got the Kids Helpline, which is dealing with everything um, under 18 years and under. That is 1800 55 1800. And QLife Helpline, which specializes in all the issues surrounding the LGBTQI plus community. And those guys are fantastic. Really um, get onto them. They love hearing you out. That is 1800-184-527. Okay. So, as we like to start off every week with this one question, how was your Naughty Rude week, Adam? I've actually been um, on the on the good side of the fence this oh week. Oh, my I've, I've gosh. had a bit of a... Um, I've been... Had a bit of an innocent run. I'm a bit, a bit disappointed in myself. I'm like, I'm meant to be the producer of Naughty Rude Show. It's okay. There are two of us, and I definitely have two. Oh, reveal, 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 reveal. So the tea is, and you guys are all hearing this first from the horse's mouth, but I am now single. I'm not the token dating person anymore. Exactly. So um, I'm a single Pringle. I'm ready to somewhat mingle. So if you guys want to hit me up... Then check the uh, hit then me up. yeah hit us up on our <laughs> DM, hit us up on our accounts hit us on Naughty Rucho, hit us up on the link tree the Tumblr whatever thing it definitely um hearing your stories definitely makes it a bit hot under the collar and sometimes makes us a little bit wet which could be the first Whoa, song we got okay <laughs> which is the first song coming up tonight we got Big Wet by G Spot no. actually we got G Spot by Big Wet it is, and it's got a bit of a salacious language here so if you hear a few swear words and we do apologise but you have been warned and then we've got Ampile by Dominic Filk you're listening to the Naughty Rue Show and have a bit of fun guys 
you were listening to the Naughty Root Show here on Sin with Adam and Liz. Before that was Big Wet with G-Spot, which Adam had a bit of difficulty trying to find. Exactly. But we'll move past that. <laughs> so. I'm not doing the stereotypes about uh, males very good after that little uh, stuff up. I can't find the G-Spot in real life and I can't find it on the radio. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Well, I'll make this easy for Adam. This week's letter of the week is I. Tell me about your I words. Well, I'm a big fan of some of these words, and I am not quite a big fan of some of the others. Okay. So, so the ones I am definitely not a fan of is uh, incest. <laughs> incest is definitely an I word. We can move on to the next exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> it's been there, been there, definitely not done that. Been there, said that. Um, so we got ice. Ice, ice in- is interesting. Tell me about what you can do with ice. It can definitely ignite a few senses in the body. can definitely okay. wake you up. I've definitely done a bit before. Okay. A, a, a lady from back in the day quite liked it if I kind of put like ice between my mouth and kind of drifted down her body, kind of like from like her um from her throat like down her breast into like her thighs. It did something. It was an interesting buy for me. That I just, is fair. I just ended up getting thirsty more than one way or another. It's like I was like, don't don't swallow the ice. Don't swallow the ice. <laughs> I think that would be really difficult for me. I would want to just eat the ice. Honestly, same. I guess, you could, <laughs> I guess you could say I was infatuated with the ice. Ooh, or, that is a nice segue into the next I word, infatuation. What is infatuation? I think it just means kind of laying your heads over heels for something. Like, you want it, you have to have it. It's like, it's your thing. Like, I, that's like your golden apple. That's like, you have to have it. Okay. It's like the ultimate prize. Have you been infatuated with anyone before? Here, here and there, here and there. I've had like little crushes, little like, oh, wouldn't mind talking to her. But what is I've never been like, I need it, I have to have it, I want it, it has to be mine. I feel like my definition of infatuation is very like puppy dog love. Like when you like someone, but you don't actually, hmm. like you don't really, it's not like a substantial like. It's just like, a, oh my God, they're like, you know, very attractive or like hmm. I like hanging out with them. That's, inf- it's like fleeting. It's like the honeymoon period when you first start dating. Some of it's like mm. the first like two, three weeks are just like you're basically shagging like bunny rabbits. <laughs> well, no, like, uh, okay, mine is different, but mine is just like very like puppy dog. Like mm. it's just, it's fleeting. Like it comes and it goes really quickly. Exactly. It's kind of like when you come on the roller coaster when you first start, it's like that. It's the absolute peak. Well, like you don't even need to date the person. Like you can just mm. be infatuated with somebody like because like... Maybe they said something nice to you. Mm. Like that one time, this one person showed your t- attention. We can all relate to this. It's not just a me thing, I promise. No, no, no. It kinda, it's just like that one moment that kind of sticks in your mind. You kind of just kind of replay it over and over and over. I think like an interesting I word moving on to the next one that Adam, I think, put down was ignite the oh, lightsaber. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, everything wonderful between. I do love talking about all things naughty and rude, but I'm also the biggest Star Wars nerd you will meet in Melbourne. Like from the cartoons to the movies, I've watched everything. And me and Liz were doing a bit of research to find I words on like a bit like the Urban Dictionary version of sex. And we came off ex- Ignite the Lightsaber, which was basically a bit of self-pleasure for the um, cis males out there. I mean, I feel like it could also... I feel like, okay, picture this. You go into, like, a guy's, like, you know, like, someone with a penis's, like, house or room or, like, you have a moment with somebody and they're like, shh, time to ignite the lightsaber. (laughs) I think I would both, like, love that and die at the same time. I'm just imagining, like, loner dark condoms. Oh. (laughs) I'm just, like, picturing, like, 
a penis in a glow in the dark light um in the glow, like, glow in the dark um condom like getting hard really quickly mm. that's like igniting the lightsaber sword fight no <laughs> fair enough oh my god okay oh that's taking us down a very interesting uh, wormhole but yes uh star wars and sex two things i am very uh, very big fans of that is so fair any more i words you'd like to share with the class well something i'm definitely not a fan of is anything itchy anything itchy that is so true. Itchiness is probably a sign that you should go and seek medical help. Exactly. I reckon God well we're not um we are not doctors or nurses here, but we can definitely recommend if something's down there or upstairs doesn't look right, then it's probably not right. Mm. And it's get leaving itchy, it's kinda of like leaving your skin a bit discolored. I reckon check it out as soon as possible. I reckon when it comes to S C D testing, it's important to get tested, especially if you're kinda of sleeping around being sexually active, kinda of do it as often as you can. Yeah. Because like it's not worth taking that risk. And the doctors, there's no shame there. It's very much, it's what they do for a living. It's their kind of thing. So, yes, um, definitely um, STD testing is a very important thing. So, but now all- that we've gone through our I words, I think it's time for another song. Exactly. It's important you get tested, but it's also, listen, it's also important that you groove, you tune, and you dance your heart off to these next two songs. We've got We're So Tired It Hurts by Hector Mollette, and I've Had Enough by Matil- Matilda Ann. And, yeah, enjoy, guys. Body Bridge Show with Adam and Liz. Well, we are definitely a partnership here. We're the co-producers of the Naughty Bridge Show, and we love doing it. We're talking about the individual life now. Kind of slide into that. Okay. And as Liz is someone who's freshly single, freshly kind of in the on the market, uh, what have your experiences been like the last couple of weeks? Like, kind of just kind of feeling single again. Is it kind of tell tell me? Because someone who's been like single for years now, I don't really know what's like to be freshly single anymore. I'm oblivious to it all. Oh my gosh. It is definitely a new feeling. I did go through like, I went through like a period where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like so happy to be single. Like, I don't want to be like in a relationship. And then I went into a relationship for, you know, a good like long period. So now I'm just kind of like relearning how to reintegrate myself back into like independent life. Is that the word we want to use? Kind of like regaining your individualism? Kind of. Yeah. So I like, okay, so. I've been, like, more motivated to do things for myself as of late, you know, like, which is really interesting because I didn't realize that I lost that motivation until the relationship ended. Like, the first week that the relationship ended, I basically was waking up at 8.30 in the morning naturally and actually doing things instead of, like, sitting in my bed like I normally would, which was just kind of crazy, which is, like, really depressing to think about that I only became more, like, motivated after my relationship ended, I think it was a bit of a kick in the ass, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. You know how some people kind of like they get their revenge body? You're mm-hmm. kind of like getting your revenge mindset at the moment. <laughs> revenge motivation. <laughs> yeah, re- hey, revenge motivation. Obviously, that's not to say that I wasn't like happy in my relationship. Like, I would never say that. But I think it's just really like interesting to see that I've like, I feel like just more motivated to live for myself. More confident, maybe. I think that that might be it. I think you're kind of just taking this chance, this kind of newfound kind of independence, as you said, to mm. kind of like just kind of re-kind of discover the things you kind of lo- you kind of love, or maybe not rediscover the things you may have even forgotten about kind of during your relationship. I think like speaking of like rediscovering things, I think I like, I've basically, I didn't notice how much I isolated myself in my relationship, if that makes sense. Mm. This is going to be like low-key therapy with Liz, <laughs> but um, to you. <laughs> so I think that I like... I didn't notice how much I isolated myself in the relationship, like in a way where I was just waiting for my friends to reach out to me rather than actively making attempts to hang out with people 
you know, I think it's just because when you're in a relationship, you like, why would I go out of my way to message somebody else when I can just go hang out with my partner? Like, why would I do that? It's like, it's, it's, like, just, it's such as like a safe like fallback option because it, well, it'll always be there. Exactly. But it's like, I mean, like, I think everyone does it to an extent because at the end of the day, we all like hanging out with our partners. Because if you didn't like hanging out with your partner, why would you be with your partner? But I think I just didn't realize how crippling that was until it ended. So in a way, you'd say that maybe this was like a good thing for me. Um, I don't know. I just, I've been going on like a bit of a reconnection tour. You know, you've heard of apology tours. I've been doing a reconnection tour. I've just been like, I have kind of forgot that you can just text people and say, hey, are you free to hang out? Because mm. I don't do that. But now I do. Exactly. Such a scary thing to do. And this isn't even kind of like relationship or kind of sex-based. Kind of just mm. texting somebody, hey, do you want to get a coffee today? Or hey, mm. do you want to have a kick of the footy or whatever? So like you don't really, you don't like the rejection or you like, you, you get kind of really exactly. nervous. Like what's the worst that could happen realistically? They say they're not free. You just make another date. Like just plan another day. Exactly, but I think especially if you haven't hanged out with them for a long time, you're like, do they, are, they still, are we still close like that? Yeah, but I think like something a friend of mine said to me, which I like totally agree with, and I totally think this is one of the best ways to look at life, is instead of looking at what's the worst that could happen, you look at what's the best that could happen. And you only think about the good things that will come out of a situation. Like, if you like somebody, then you just like text them, because what's the best that could happen? Mm. The best that could happen is that they text you back. They say they like you. Bada bing, bada boom. Problem solved. So kind of like a changing that glass off empty approach to a glass off full approach. Mm-hmm. So I think like that's like something that I'm trying to work on. I think another thing that I like, obviously this is just a personal thing, but I think like some another personal thing that I would like to kind of improve on is, yeah, like living for myself. Like if I want to do something, then I'll invite somebody. Like I would like to be at a point in my life where I'm going to do something regardless of whether or not somebody else is going to do it with me. Hmm. So, like, if I want to go hiking, I'm going to message somebody and say, hey, are you free to go hiking? And then, like, if they're not free, I'm either going to move move on to the next person or I'm just going to go do it. I think, yeah, you kind of have to be, like, a little bit selfish sometimes in a good way. You kind of got to do what you feel comfortable with. But, like, good good selfish. like Exactly, yeah. Like, not like, I don't do this, I don't care what anyone thinks, but, mm-hmm. like, I really want to do this thing. This thing kind of excites me. This thing kind of makes me want to kind of... Yeah. This is something that I enjoy personally. If someone wants to join me, that's fine, but I might just do it by myself anyways. It's like just like doing things that like make you happy when you want to do them rather than waiting for somebody else to bring it up. So instead of like hoping that your friends will invite you out for a movie, why don't you just invite them out? I My brain did not work like that until about two weeks ago. So I <laughs> this is it's kind of crazy. Sorry, guys. I know this is going to sound like, come on, Liz, we all knew this. Well, I didn't. So you're going to have to learn it from me. With me. (laughs) The rose-colored glasses are a powerful thing, aren't they? It's kind of like... I I just... I was very happy. And that's okay. Um, But I'm I'm still very happy. Like, do not get me wrong. I'm probably the happiest I've been in general. That makes it sound like I was miserable in my relationship. I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I'm just very happy now. Um, I guess, like, the question I have for you, Adam, is, like, what is it like on the opposite end of things? Because you said you couldn't really relate to like new relationship things i think um as being single for so long i've kind of got used to kind of making the first move mm-hmm. again not just in a sexual kind of rela- sexual kind of point of view i mean that's um like kind of being being kind of game i've gained a lot of confidence in kind of like making the first move when i'm kind of meeting girls or kind of talking to girls like either at uni or 
pub or whatever. But I think it just means you kind of you do have to make the first move in life. You do have to you got your motivation comes within comes from within yourself. You kind of like your your ambition. I feel like when I'm when as someone who's single, I'm quite ambitious when it comes to like talk, not just talking to a girl, but kind of like what I want to do with my career, kind of journalism wise. I'm like, no one else is going to give me that opportunity. No one else is going to say, hey mate, you're doing great. Have this job. I have to kind of go introduce myself. I have to go put myself out there. So I kind of think there's like I'm quite confident in myself usually. There's kind of nothing holding me back. There's nothing saying you can't do this or there's no kind of I'd still get like a lot of self down, a lot of anxiety. Of course. But in the same sense, it's kind of like. I know, like, I know, I feel, I look at myself in the mirror, it's like, I'm good looking, I'm confident, I'm a nice guy, I may as well make that first move, but if it, but I've also learned, um, being single, you get rejected a lot, both, um, yeah, you hear no a lot, not just in a career sense, but also from people, that sometimes it just doesn't work out, so you learn from your rejection, you learn from that sometimes if it doesn't work out, that is okay, that is not a side on you, it's them making the personal decision that they want to make. That's so true, I mean, I feel like... Hearing you say that just kind of sounds like that's what's going to end up happening to me. Like, I feel like a lot of people can probably relate to the sentiment that when you're newly single, it's it's scary. It's so scary trying to find yourself after being, like, a part of this team in a way. And now you're kind of, like, floating through life, not say on your own, but, like, yeah. kind of without a partner maybe that you used to fall back on. So it's, like, really interesting to see how people and myself integrate back into like finding confidence from within rather than perhaps yeah. from an external party exactly you kind of just have to give yourself confidence you have to kind of you have to be you kind of like your biggest um fan because mm-hmm. if um again your friends and your family they obviously love you to pieces but the, com- the confidence you get from a relationship a current partner is very kind of it's kind of that special because they're with you they kind of they want to be with you so once that confidence is kind of like removed it's like well i'm still here yeah, I'm still vibing. I'm still slaying. I'm still doing what I want to do. But you kind of have to kind of look. At, that's what I have to do a lot of times. Kind of like, I really want this. And also, just remember that like your friends are always going to be there for you. Exactly. Like at the end of the day, you have friends. Yeah, you got awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, before this gets too deep, we're gonna go into another song. Um, it's gonna be "No Boys Allowed." No boys allowed, boys. Um, by Cilia and following up with The Devils in Her Hand, very apt songs if you ask me, mm. by Louis Valentine and The Golden Age. You're listening to The Naughty Root Show here on Sin. We'll be back. The Devils in Her Hand by Louis Valentine and The Golden Age. Before that with Cilia and No Boys Allowed. So we are back on The Naughty Root Show with Liz and Adam. We're going through a bit of a um, tea sesh. So Love it. Adam, I have a question. Ooh, far away. How soon is too soon to get on a dating app? Be- very good question because it kind of goes from person to person. I reckon a good li- one is kind of like a week. I think a week, a week a and a week. half. I think that kind of gives you time to kind of like rant to your friends, talk to your family about it, kind of go through the natural feelings, but also kind of like you're not rushing to it. So you're allowing yourself to kind of take, uh, take a step back. It's like you can ask yourself, what does Adam want? What does Liz want? What do I need? Mm. Who do I want to be surrounded by? So personally, I reckon like a week would be a great time. You can kind of reflect on the good, the bad. It also means uh, depending on like the relationship kind of breakup, it also means you can probably like, you can have the breakup, but also means you might be able to have a follow-up meeting mm. or just kind of, yeah, might just be able to chat it out. And So, so that, you think like yeah. that it might just, like you shouldn't go on too soon in case you can fix the relationship? Uh, here and there. Again, it depends what it is, but I think like it just gives you a good time to kind of like, kind of like just chill out 
go through the motions, like the, the sadness, the anger, the nostalgia, and kind of like the acceptance, kind of like the seven stages of grief. Okay. I feel like you kind of need to go through that before you kind of like do anything. Yeah. Because you don't want to be, you don't want to do anything like going out at night or kind of going on a date when you still feel like angry, sad. You don't want to be kind of going on a date to kind of get revenge at someone. You want to be going on a date because I want to meet this person. I want to have some fun with them. They want to have some fun with me. I want to enjoy my new single life. I think, like, an interesting thought could be, like, maybe would you be sad to see your partner on a dating app or ex on a dating app at this point in time? So, like, if you're going to go on, like, in a week, would you be okay with seeing them on a dating app in a week? Because if you're not, then, like... is it really okay for you to also be on a dating app? Because imagine how they feel. Exactly. Like, put yourself in their shoes. But if you don't care about that, then, then far, far do whatever away. you. Well, I guess do whatever you want. Exactly. I mean, like if you're like only looking for a hookup after the relationship, then if you want to go away. on like whenever, then go on whenever. Is my opinion. Mm. But I, I I think it's really dependent on like mm. the person. I personally think like. A week or two is a good time frame. Mm. I don't know. I like couldn't couldn't tell you exactly. I reckon before you kind of like your first date or your first hookup, I reckon it's kind of good to kind of clear clear the person you're meeting up with, kind of like the mates. Mm. Like have, have a bit of a girl session. Send the chats to the group. Send the kind of like the chat, the kind of the profile to the group chats, like girls or guys. What do we kind of think? Do we approve? Do you reckon they're good news? Do you reckon they're bad news? Mm. Do you reckon they be even? Do you reckon they be good in the sack? Or do you reckon they'd be good? They'd be good for the chats. I think. I think definitely. I agree with that. I also think a good thing to remember is to always s- stay safe by like maybe sending your friends a location or like letting That's people know like, hey, I'm going to this bar. I'm going to this place with mm. this person. And if you don't hear from me at 10 p.m., maybe call the cops. <laughs> maybe, just maybe. Exactly. It's either going very, very good or it's going very, very bad. But I think especially when you're just getting our relationship, I reckon always being in public first whether that's a cafe or a pub or just like a park, whatever, but kind of make sure you're in an area where... Public. Yeah, public. You're meeting somebody where they kind of... Where you have to... You can't just be automatically sexual with them. Mm. You have to kind of be, hi, I am Adam. Or, hey, how's it going? You can't be like, I can't wait to kiss you there or put my fingers there. You can't go straight into it. (laughs) I feel like that is definitely a conversation. (laughs) Exactly. It certainly wouldn't be one I'd be having at the Corner Hotel or at um, any of the lovely nightclubs around Melbourne, that's for sure. But I think you're like maybe after like you know yourself and you, especially as a friend with benefits, then you can go straight to their place. Mm. Or you feel comfortable, you feel confident in yourself, like what you want to do and all that, then maybe you can skip and just go straight to theirs. But I think at the start, meet in public, have a chat, just have a conversation, kind of get used to kind of having a conversation with someone who you're interested in mm. that you're not kind of connected to. Enjoy kind of like the, the teasing, enjoy kind of the warming up. Enjoy kind of the flirting, like the leading up to when it actually kind of happens. That's personally my opinion. That's like what I do. Adam's going to have to teach me how to use dating apps all over again. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll make, we'll mentor- make a dating app girly out of me soon. Very nice. I can be the, the little mentor for good reasons and bad reasons oh and Lord. all reasons in between. When Adam found out I was single, his first questions were, can I teach you how to use dating apps? And my exactly. answer was absolutely not. I'd be like, it is my time to shine, people. <laughs> Absolutely well, not. <laughs> welcome. I won't say welcome to the dark side, but welcome to the sinner side. Well, I mean, at least one week we'll have um, what what was the what was the title we had planned? It was Liz's love life. Liz, Liz's love life. <laughs> Triple L. Very nice. That'd but not like, this week. <laughs> that was saying little like uh, our own little podcast and all that. Let me get you some stories first. Let me let me Ooh, like let nice. me embrace 
single life, and then and then you guys can hear about the dating app. I reckon we'll come back to dating apps. Yeah, That'll probably come back as a topic one of the next few weeks. Exactly. I reckon it's definitely a timely um, conversation, a timely topic for both of us and definitely our listeners. And so we've all got like a little sex fantasy. I feel like we've all got things we really want to do, things we obviously like doing. Things that are kind of like, yes, I want to do this to hurt him, her, them. I want them to do it to myself. But the reality is that you've got to have like, the physical fitness to, to do so. You've got to have like the capabilities to kind of live out these fantasies. And again, it's all good to be have all these mind, all these images in your head that are like, wow, shit, I really want to have fun like this. But if, you can't, if you're not living a healthy lifestyle, then it'll probably it will unfortunately just remain a bit of a fantasy. So, and so this little segment, it's all about how do you get fitter for sex, both like in what you eat, how you work out, and like how you think. Because again, healthiness, health is defined by so many things, like what goes up in your head, yeah. what your abs look like, yeah. Not, not everything, but also just kind of like how like you think about yourself, how confident you are in yourself. So true. So I reached out to one of my mates, um, Yaka, lovely bloke, who's an absolute gym fanatic, and he kind of gave me some tips basically how to kind of like get better at sex from like a point of, from like both an aesthetical point of view, but also just kind of lifestyle point of view that will leave you, you looking at your body, feeling really self-confident, and kind of just really kind of with the ability and capability to kind of live the life that you want to do. So we kind of broke it up into like three kind of segments. We broke it up into... Food that kind of help you, foods that will help you kind of get healthier, both sexually and physically. What workouts actually help your sex, both in terms of penetration and kind of like just balance the okay. whole shebang. And also like the downfalls, what can like what can um stress and what can uh, poor cardio actually lead to. So I reckon we'll start off with food. We all like eating food. I mean, I like eating out, but I also love eating out lots of yummy, yummy, yummy food. And so this is some of the notes that Yaka made with regards to like what foods you should be eating to like really improve kind of like your uh, your diet and just your lifestyle overall. So garlic. Uh, I, for one, very much like eating Italian, so I'm eating garlic all the time. I never knew this, but garlic actually contains alcyon and keeps the heart healthy for sexual activities. I am, like, kind of shocked. Sorry, because, like, you're right, it is healthy, but, like, low-key garlic breath. Oh, yes. Oof. Hot take. Sorry. Exactly. Back to, back to you, Adam. <laughs> exactly. In foods you should eat, before sex, garlic is very much down to the list. Um, have malfoche uh, in the back pocket if needs be. One thing you should definitely, I reckon probably the sexiest food out there, chocolate. I feel like it's ch- yes, I feel like, yes, because chocolate increases both your serotonin and dopamine levels, which kind of helps you boost, you know, your happiness, your, like, lower your stress levels. And also, like, I feel like I've definitely read somewhere that chocolate can kind of, like, set the mood a bit. It's like, mm. it, it helps kind of get your you know, spicy heart pumping. Say, That's you, not a good word, but I'm going with it. You're putting like something nice in your mouth, feeling something like, oh, I like that. Uh, again, it kind of makes me feel happy, makes you feel like really excited. It's, it's like, supposed to help like turn you on. Also, like, just a complete side note, but like I saw on TikTok the other day that like there's a company out there that sells like chocolate that's supposed to make you horny. Oh, that's all. We might need to have. A t- I think we need to kind of get a bit of sponsorship there, have a bit of a taste mm. there sometime. Have to rep- report on our findings. But while it's good, it's always good to have a little treat, a little dessert. You have to eat your veggies. I don't like veggies. Oh, but tell me about these veggies. Well, I think um, if you like being adventurous, uh, eat your sweet potatoes. They have iron and vitamin C, and they're a good source of potassium, which boosts circulation and improves pleasure in the bedroom. Because the reality is that when you're feeling something down down there or up there, it's all got to do with blood rate, peoples. And it's all good, all good, good to do with um, testosterone. Okay. 
So, yeah, definitely eat your veggies if you want a good heart. Well, like, not only is there, like, a good diet, but you can also, like, work out to make yourself feel a bit better. Exactly. And by workout, this doesn't mean you need to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger from the 80s. You don't need to look like an Olympian. No. You can, you can just kind of look look like an average Joe. But if you're living, if you're doing, like, a workout to a week or just any physical exercise, you'll f- see so many benefits both in and out of the bedroom. Um, some of the uh, methods that Yak actually recommends is um, cardio is everything. Because this isn't about finish. You don't. Sometimes you finish early, but if you finish early because you run out of breath, not because you finished, then that's a whole separate issue that isn't sexually related. So going for runs and endurance-like activities help will help in the long run. Even if you have to drag yourself out of bed, just it's all for pleasure in more ways than one. And honestly, as someone who works out a bit himself, you never feel bad after a workout. Also, yeah, working out makes you feel like, like it gives you like a bit of a mood lift or a bit of a buzz. Mm. Kind of, you can get on with your day and like feel like really good and refreshed and awake. You feel like like you've achieved something. I know, but like, okay, at least for me, when I was like going through the big COVID um, situation, (laughs) um, I had nothing better to do than work out. And because I would work out so late at night, I ended up being so awake and attentive Mm. and like active in the evening, which was, I should start doing it in the morning. So I'm awake and attentive and (laughs) alert in the mornings. But, you know, I was too lazy to do it in the morning. So I did it at like 10 p.m. And by the time you're done, you're like... I was just so much happier and productive. Mm. Well, I feel like um, Perks of Running is shown uh, from 8 to 10 on the Sunday night on Sin 90.7. We're always going to be night owls. We're always going to be kind of up with, up with Dracula, up with the vampires. Def, you know, definitely on night out. Just like really quickly, speaking of Dracula, um, vampires would 10 out of 10 like dating apps. That's oh, all. Very nice. <laughs> back to workouts. Now, quick question. Back in the Twilight years, were we team vampires or were we team um, werewolves? I actually never went through a Twilight phase. Actually, you I'm know, so sorry. You never had an Arpad or a Lautner girl? No, I did not understand the fat at all. Mm. But, like, I, I definitely say that, like, vampires are more... I'm more into the whole idea of vampires Concurrently. for a very specific reason. Oh, exactly. It's a very it's a very naughty little Halloween. Uh, when Halloween comes by, it'll definitely be one of our naughty dress-up ideas, that's for sure. But I think one thing we all kind of, we all are a fan of one way or another. I think we, we all like a good pair of abs, whether we've got it ourselves or we're kind of just admiring them on someone else. Um, ab workouts are so keen for sex, like especially a lot of the positions, especially if you're the guy kind of leading the way. Um, if you've got a strong ab core, that'll mean that you can have a lot more freedom in your hips especially hip flexors, which is kind of helps with penetration and also your thighs. So core workouts such as Russian twists, planks, leg raising, and mountain climbers are huge. Um, another one that's also big are your leg workouts because the reality is that in most positions, you don't have to use your legs, your butt, your thighs to kind of gain pleasure or kind of like you want to go faster if you want to go harder. Or even if you're a girl who's kind of like riding a guy, you don't have to use your legs to kind of balance and kind of get yourself comfortable and get yourself in positions actually working. So Yaka says, leg workouts help with general stability and blood flow. Having decently strong legs improves stamina and experience in certain positions, glutes, bridges, squats, and hip thrusts are the ones that he recommends. And once again, guys, this doesn't need to be, you don't need to be going to the gym five, six times a week training for the Olympics. This can just be kind of doing a couple of squats when you get home. This can be just going for a walk with the dog in the morning. I mean, like, do it for yourself. Do whatever makes you feel good, whatever, like, makes you happy. And if even if that's just going to the park, like, one extra, like, one day a week because mm. it gets you out of the house, gets you a bit happier, and at the same time, it also maybe improves your like dating slash sex life. Then exactly. I think these are all wins. 
Exactly. And at the end of the day, if you kind of look in the mirror and you can say, like, I look sexy right now, I look really nice, I'm, like, happy with the way I look, the happy way I feel, then that's, like, the beautiful thing. That's all that matters. But I think it's also important sometimes you will will stress out, you will feel a bit not great, and that can affect your sex life. And that's not a bad thing. That's kind of like we go – life is like a roller coaster. You go through good moments, you go through not-so-good moments. But I think um, stress does equate to a lot of issues in the bedroom, such as high high blood pressure. ED and low libido, so basically ED, for people who don't know, erectile dysfunction, basically means that downstairs has a bit of trouble getting it up for various reasons. Mm. Bigra is out there, and guys, don't feel like um, don't feel like that's taboo because doctors deal with it all the time, and they're very much around it these days. Low libido is basically low sex drive. Like, you kind of like... I describe, like, low libido as kind of like a numbing feeling. You can feel it within you, but you can't kind of, like, really embrace it. It's kind of like it's there, but you kind of like you don't feel it around your body. And again, that happens from time to time. I know especially kind of like at the moment kind of going through exams, going through assessment tasks, like really going home with uni. I don't really have it in me to kind of like text the girl saying, oh, do you want to hang out? Because like I know I won't be able to give my best. Yeah. And I'd rather just sleep, to be honest. And like speaking of like stress, while this doesn't like, this doesn't like fully relate to maybe sex or it's not like as linked to sex, stress like can also like make your period come late. Mm. Or it can, like, make it a bit more irregular. I mean, I know for myself specifically, when I get really stressed, I end up, like, my period comes, like, Mm. weeks or even months late. And just, like, sometimes that's just not not a vibe. Not a vibe. Exactly. And just kind of knowing that you're stressed, knowing that something's wrong, I think you should always kind of be willing to kind of reach out to someone, kind of have a chat, have just, yeah, chat to a friend, chat to your parents, chat to a specialist. And especially, like, on this show, like, I know I've definitely reached out to some hotlines before because I just need to hear from someone who, like, does it a job It's their career. They have a passion for it. And Sin has relationships with three awesome helplines. So, Liz, what are these helplines? So you can always um, reach out to Beyond Blue at 1300-224-636. That's 1300-224-636. Or Kids Helpline at 1-800-55-1800. That's 1-800-55-1800. Or Q Life Helpline at one eight hundred one eight four five two seven. That's one eight hundred one eight four five two seven. Don't ever be afraid of looking for help or reaching out to somebody. Exactly, guys. It's just for it's forever important that you look after yourself and do what is best for your mental health health and well being. We've come to the time of week where we like talk with our audience. Mm. So earlier today, or maybe yesterday, I can't really remember. We asked you guys to tell us all of the six sex six six <laughs> Sunday night folks sex myths and misconceptions that you guys have had throughout your life. I think it was really interesting hearing like what people told us. Exactly, they range from like the the hilarious to the intriguing to like the oh my oh my goodness wow slightly concerning information. So I guess before we get into what our audience has shared with us, hmm. Adam, what was one of the what what are some sex myths or misconceptions that you had growing up or you still have now? I think especially for my first time, I never expected like the vagina, like the actual vagina to be so low. I think I always kind of thought it was just going to be like there was the clit and then it was kind of the middle and that's kind of where the fingers or the mouth or the dick goes. But it was like, for me, it's kind of like the first time doing like, oh my God, it's so low, like keep going lower, lower. It's like, there it is. I'm like, Wow. And it definitely made it interesting to kind of like um like try and penetration for the first time, kind of get in the position and like I have to kind of move my hips a lot lower than I thought of. I thought you could just kind of like just kind of 
but basically kind of getting your knees kind of go go hammer and tong but it was uh, definitely an interesting experience and uh, more innocent and funny one when I was kind of like before had the chat and discover where babies from I literally used to think they just kind of came out of came out of mum's belly or oh came out of like a, like a woman's belly like not through the vagina but literally just I don't know just kind of popped out of the belly one day I'm like looking back god I was definitely a very innocent child until puberty hit and then it was like and then puberty hit and this is how I'm on the show today folks <laughs> Well, like, (laughs) I don't really, like, I'm sure there were myths and misconceptions I had growing up, but I think, like, I can't pull from that, so I'm just going to pull from experiences that I've heard friends tell me. I think one of the funniest ones I've heard is a friend of mine used to kind of, like, low-key give, like, sex ed to, like, her mates in high school, and I think one of the people, like, one of the questions she got was somebody came up to her and asked, can I use a candy wrapper as, like, a condom? So, like, <laughs> can I use, like, a Kit Kat wrapper as a condom? Oh, and my God. hearing that, I was absolutely mortified. I I don't, I feel like that wouldn't be comfortable for anyone. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how would you get it to stick on? Like, would you have to, like, mold it around your your member god uh that we were chatting before and we were actually saying it'd be a great little side hustle though you could have like a kit a kit cat shape a kit cat life flavor not kit cat flavor condom that'll be an interesting one but kit cat kind of like a logo condom i would much sooner have a glow in the dark one <laughs> i'd rather ignite the <laughs> saver <laughs> i mean like oh, I if you think about it you could be like it the kit cat logo could it could just be like have a break have a kit cat <laughs> oh like i mean very saucy. It, you're right. It would be a really good, like, side gig. I mean, especially because flavored condoms are a thing. I feel like Kit Kat could definitely expand into the <laughs> chocolate-flavored variety condoms. Got it. So, Cadbury's done a go a bit, a bit salacious, a bit X-rated on the advertisements from now on. So, if uh, anyone hears that and um, they decide to create a business out of it, we are taking partial credits. Please credit us. I will take a royalty. Exactly. We need, we need a trademark. <laughs> I mean, we are we are influenced. Obviously, we're available for sponsorships, whatever they may be. If we need, if you need a little shout out from the hosts themselves, but we'd uh, have to run it by management. Oh, uh, true, true, <laughs> true. Very, very, very true. But um, I am happy to post it on my, my my personal Instagram. Exactly. So options are always available. But uh, we got some very interesting responses from we our did. audiences. I- <laughs> I'm so sorry, Adam. You can continue. Uh, we used to think I used to think that when you got married, you immediately start popping out kids, and if you don't worry, just to hand. Sorry, that should have been read in a Singaporean accent. My bad. That was from one of my friends. Oh, so what go. they're trying to say is, um, they used to think that when you get married, you just kind of like just kids just appear, and if you don't want them, you just have to deal with it because like <laughs> that's what marriage does to you. You just have kids. It kind of you know how there's like the kind of like the whole the stork brings the baby or something like that. I feel like just kind of about that. It kind of like. It just arrives on the door. So like, here, are, here's your two, here's here are you two, your children. Enjoy happy marriage. Enjoy the honeymoon. Like, I'm, well, last. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, if I if kids just appeared after marriage, I think I would never get married. I think so. Yeah, true. Like, like, I don't like when when would it stop? Like, how how do they how does the universe know how many kids to give you? Exactly. How do you kind of just kind of like remove that subscription? How do I, like, unsubscribe from the children? Like, exactly. when I hit three, does it, like, stop? Or do I, like, do they yeah. email me to ask me if I want more? Or We don't need the premium service. We'll take the basic subscription, that's I just for sure. like the one, maybe, like, two. But, like, I we can we can stop. <laughs> we can exactly. Stop. That is a conversation I think neither of us will be need to have for a long time yet. Mm. The way I think about it, I can barely take care of um, one Adam Miller. The world, I do not need another couple Adam Millers uh, to look after, that is for sure. The next one we got was, 
that I can only do it with a man. I think that is very, very apt. I think、mm-hmm. it's like very timely. It is very timely. I think that's so true. Like, sex is not defined、mm. by like specifically penetration. It can be anything you want it to be. Exactly, you can do it with anybody who anybody like as long as it's consensual and respectful. Kind of go for go for gold. I think it definitely is like we should. It, we can go down a deeper path of this conversation, and I can be a fantastic thing another time. But I think at the end of the day, if you meet someone and you like them, whatever they define themselves as, and whatever you define themselves as, you just have some fun and get to know them, and just explore your bodies and whatever you define yourself. What do your body consists of? It is beautiful, it is wonderful, and it's a very fun time. I think that links into the next one, where somebody basically sent in saying sex doesn't have to be penetrative. Which is not not the misconception that they had. It's just that、mm. they used to have a misconception that sex was just linked to penetration. I think yeah, that's thing like here through high school and all that. I think、mm. that's kind of like the involvement of porn- pornography, kind of the accessibility of kind of nudity, kind of on our platforms these days, which is still a really good thing. But unfortunately, there is quite a lot of、um, porn that can like be quite violent, or it's all based around the pleasure is your you're basically thrusting into a girl or a guy as hard as you can, as fast as you can. Almost like violently, almost like roughly, and there's nothing. There's no foreplay. There's no, for example, like eating a girl out, fingering a girl, sucking on their tits, kissing them. There's none of kind of that stuff. Because the reality is that sex is all subjective. It's what you define it as. If if you think that kissing somebody and spreading them that's a hookup, that's fun for you, that's sex for you, then that's awesome. If you think doing some of the kinkiest things imaginable and being Dakota Dakota Armstrong. And、um, Christian Grey, Dakota Johnson, should I say? Oh my lord! Then and then that's awesome to you. That is long... a topic for another time. <laughs> oh, is that? I feel like we could base a whole episode around the whole. We should the kinky side. Well, before we get too lost in this discussion, what is our last one? I'll bleed if I have sex for the first time. I think yes, there is definitely that. I think like as a as a woman, as like somebody who identifies as a female, that is definitely something that like we get hit with a lot. Which is the whole like when you lose your virginity, you、mm. you bleed. But I I just like I know from conversations with people that that just isn't that isn't the case for everyone. Yes, I have I have friends who have had the worst first times ever, like so much blood, very messy, like ten ten would not do again. But on the other hand, it doesn't just doesn't always happen.、Mm. And I think like I mean I don't know if this is like. Not a scientist, not a doctor, but like I feel like a lot of it, a lot of the times that can be linked to maybe not enough foreplay,、mm. somebody not being lubed up or aroused enough t- for penetration in a way, or for like any form of penetration, and that's why it becomes so bloody and messy. Yeah, because it's kind of so, kind of so rushed.、Mm-hmm. I think especially if you're just starting out sexually, make sure you kind of you got yourself a time where you can take as long as you need. Take it slow and like communicate. Like if、mm. you're not comfortable, then. Don't keep going. Like, do what you want. Exactly. Make sure, like, whoever you're doing it with, make sure you tell them, like, I need you to go slow. I need you. To, I want you to do this to me. I、oh, want to、like、do this、hurts. to you. Yeah. But if it is hurting, like, no is such an important thing. It is, and it's just、yeah. a reminder that consent is something that has to be like freely given and、mm. can also be taken away at any time. Yeah. So we were asked, "What male sex toys should I start off with?" And I'm, I mean, between you and me, Adam, <laughs> I don't actually have an answer for that, and I think you didn't either. So we actually reached out to our old ex producer. We love him, our favorite Zach, to answer this question. And 
What did Zach tell us? Uh, so Zach, big fan of the show, long-time listener, and we, we love him. He um, answered quite in-depth and a really good answer. He said, the best, uh, the best advice I can give would be to take it pretty slow, not force anything because you think it's what using sex toys necessarily look like. There are a lot of toys out there, but a lot of, pe- a lot of people instantly think sex toys also mean penetrative toys. That is so true. I mean, there's like... I, I understand why. I think it's like media has really pushed a very specific, like idea of what sex toys are and i also think like it's a really like inch cool like question to ask and it's also a really mm-hmm. important one because i think nowadays we like i don't know about you but i don't i don't think like male sex toys get the right the same representation that women it's very kind of it's, it's kind of very stigmatized i feel like mm-hmm. guys look at sex toys and like oh they can't they can't get anything. They can't sleep with anybody, so they have to kind of do it themselves. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day about it, like, coincidentally, <laughs> and they were just saying to me, like, you know, you wouldn't, like, you know, women can talk, like, a lot of, like, mm. women are more comfortable with being like, oh, yeah, you know, I use a vibrator, or, like, yeah, mm. this is a sex toy I have, or, like, you know, like, talking about sex toys in general, whereas, like, mates probably wouldn't get together and be like, oh, yeah, I used that, that Tenga sleeve the other day, <laughs> because, like... Yeah. It's just something that's so frowned upon. Mm. You also never hear about kind of like a lot of people in sex, they do use vibrators, they do use kind of like bullets to kind of enhance the fun. Mm-hmm. You never kind of hear about kind of guys using sex toys on themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think that's definitely quite interesting. And I think like Zach said something that made like w- was so like true and so like mm. fair when he basically said like for it's just about like treating it like a toy and using it for what you think is fun. That exactly. That is what is important and what is what helps mm. and makes it makes you f- what can make you feel better hey, hey, um, you don't have to kind of read what's on the manual you can kind of do it as you please as long yeah. as it's kind of making you feel good it's making giving you pleasure turning you on then that's all that matters some like examples of sex toys i have at least are um like there's always that sleeve i don't really know what to call it so i'm going to call it the sleeve <laughs> which is kind of like in my mind what i'm envisioning is like a tenga egg or like one of the tenga brands I went into a sex store two years ago, a sex store two years ago, and my friend and I saw these things that look like candles, and they look so cool. Like I'd be okay with having it on my nightstand. It looked really, really cool. <laughs> it was definitely a sleeve. Oh, there but we it's go. like it's got like ridges on the inside so that you can feel like a sensation. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fa- that's very fascinating. And like, um, what are some other options? I mean, you've got your left hand and your right. Hand. <laughs> Nah, I'm just kidding. I mean, honestly, if you wish to go down that way, sex, toil- sex dolls are becoming a huge business these days. It's kind of, I mean, to an end, it's like very interesting. Personally, not my preference. I haven't kind of dabbled in sex toys much myself, mm-hmm. but I think I'm definitely kind of learning to kind of like, almost like in sex, kind of let kind of a girl kind of lead the way and kind of do things to me that I've kind of never done before. And that's, and that's kind of quite cool. Like, I was really quite interesting. I think like some other sex toys that are, available to you are i mean obviously penetrative is unfortunately kind of what seems to be very much in the market right now if i'll I'll look into more sex toys and i'll give you guys the scoop on some male sex toys i definitely think there should be more Mm. for men or like for um male people i don't know i'm (laughs) rambling sorry guys um prostate massagers so they're kind of like um vibrators but for men yeah, mum. <laughs> yep, because it hits the P spot. Exactly. Um, which fun fact is in your booty. booty. <laughs> um, yeah. And another one is a cock ring. I don't really. It's not really like 
I guess it's like more of like a it's to keep you going a bit longer. Mm. And I mean, it can also be kind of mm. more like a bit of a tease. It can kind of be like a an edge, edge yourself. Yep. And unfortunately, the rest of the toys I have are more like, like I have in my mind are more like for couples play.、Mm. But obviously, like you can always do like self, like. You can always get like couples toys and do it to yourself, you know. Exactly, baby. Adventure is kind of self bondage. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like knowing me, if I tried that, I'd end up just kind of just tying myself together. I'd be like, yeah, okay, I need someone to come over and like get a pair of scissors and just kind of let me free. Yeah, so true. And I think like something to I just before we wrap and move to a song, something to note is that sex toys do not respond well with silicon-based lube.、Mm. Water-based should always be used instead. You don't want it to melt or like disintegrate while you're using it. And like, just a good note is if you're planning, you shouldn't share sex toys.、Mm. You should always clean them. And I guess if you are intending on like sharing them, you should like use appropriate, like methods should, of cleaning. Yep, appropriate methods of cleaning. I think treat it like everything you do with hygiene is that never skip on hygiene. Never, never, absolutely never. We have had a great show. What can I say? That was a banger to end on. Exactly, it's been a very naughty, very sexy, salacious, as always, and we've chatted about everything from dating apps to male sex toys, the letter I, which I loved, as always, and breaking news that Liz is single. Exactly, I think that's a break. That's like the exclusive, like me. That's like my biggest scoop as a journo so far. Just announcing、oh、tonight on the、Lord. show. It is definitely. It has been a spicy episode, I'd say, but a very enjoyable. Episode like that, the tunes have been pumping. I'm sure our audience's hearts have been pumping as well from all the saucy details we told them, and just the fun times are always fun and always enjoyable. Yep, and we did talk about some like pretty, I'd say, deep convos. So we do have helplines for you if anything we said was difficult for you to deal with, or you need help processing some of the conversations that have happened, or even anything that's happened in your life.、Exactly. Where can they find that help? Exactly, guys. We have helplines with Beyond Blue. We have help、uh, with Beyond Blue Kids Helpline and the Q Life Helpline. The Q Life Helpline specialises in everything in regards to LGBTQI plus, and their numbers are as such: Beyond Blue is thirteen hundred double two four six three six. Kids Helpline is we specialise in everything under eighteen years of age. That is eighteen hundred double five eighteen hundred. The Q Life Helpline, as I've said, is eighteen hundred one eight four five two seven. And we know our responsibility on this show is to talk about things that are all fun because sex is really fun. Discovering stuff is awesome, but it's always important to have these serious conversations with people you care about, or even people who are just professionals in the industry. And as I said before, just chatting is awesome. So you should be so proud of yourself if you do reach out to these organisations. Chatting is awesome. Well, speaking of chatting, unfortunately, our night has come to an end. end. The chats are over. But we got one conversation to leave you on, don't we? We do. What is that conversation, Adam? So, guys, we got a question in from one of our audience that listens. Now, basically, said, "What are your thoughts on your partner watching porn while in a relationship?" That is an interesting question, and I can't wait to unpack it next week with all of you. Exactly. You just have to join us next Sunday at eight o'clock on the Sin Network, ninety point seven, as always. And if you need, if you want to DM us your answers, or you want to let us know, or you want to refresh or what that question was, you can hit us up on our socials at Naughty Rude Sin. That's S Y N on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or get involved if you don't want to. If you don't want us to know what what your name is or who you are, <laughs> you can get involved. 
through our Tumblr at thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com slash ask. If you haven't had enough of this, even though, you know, we're ending, but your night doesn't have to, you can hit us up on our podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Omni? And Omni, yes. And you can find us at The Naughty Root Show. Um, what else do I need to cover? Oh my god, Radiothon! I will end you off on your last reminder that... 90.7 FM's Radiothon is happening right now. That's right, guys. It is time for you guys to pay for your sins. We've had a really good show, but we'd have better ones. If you just, if you would help support us, help donate, help us hit $50,000. We've done so well so far. We've hit a few thousand, but we can do so much better. Head on over to syn.org.au forward slash donate to donate. All donations above $2 are tax deductible and put you in the raffle to win one of three amazing prize packs. These prizes are phenomenal. Phenomenal, right, Adam? Absolutely stunning, gorgeous. We love them. I think if I win one, I'll unfortunately be accused of corruption. So I don't think we're eligible for one. But no. honestly, I'd do anything to get my hands on any of these lovely prizes. They are very cool. Take our word for it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And of course, thank you so much for your support and your donations. We love every single one of you. So much so that we're going to leave you on one last song. What is that song, Adam? we got Anti-Venom by Penny Parker. Enjoy the song. Enjoy the night, guys. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. This was Liz and Adam on the Naughty Root Show. Good night.